Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today we're talking about the EFL Cup or the Carabao Cup. Uh the um first of Man United's games for these for for this season. Uh 4-2 win at home to Aston sorry, 4-2 win at home to Manchester United. Um we 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 got we got there in the end. We got there in the end. I I will say that. Um, very different story in the first half as opposed to the second half, and I was feeling very, very sort of deja vu from last year by the second, but by half time. Um, some very interesting personnel to discuss today. Um, some pretty good goals, which is which is which is nice as well. Um, some negative points to make about certain players. Some of them more obvious than others, maybe. Um, but I'm, I'm glad in the end that, <clears throat> although it took some time to get going in this game, it's, uh, yeah, although it took some time to get going in this game, it was good that we got there in the end, because, like, you know, last 20, 30 minutes were scoring goals, go 4-2 up, you know, great goal and all that sort of thing, and I'm sitting there a lot happier. Um, I suppose that really d- describes football, doesn't it? Football itself, doesn't it? You know, you, you have a first half where... Because I, I, I genuinely feel in the first half, like, th- these players almost weren't bothered. And the dis- the reason that was so disappointing to me... And even though we won, I'm happy, you know, we scored some good goals. It, it It's not like we can just brush the negativity under the carpet. Um, I was... Remembering the game, I think it was Aston Villa as well last season, and we didn't play well. We lost two one or whatever it was, and I was really disappointed and thinking, okay, we're on a trophy drought. We need a trophy, and this could be one that we could go and get. Because I I fundamentally disagree with this idea of like, oh, Man United can throw away the EFL Cup and it doesn't matter and all this kind of stuff. We're Man United, yes, but we're on a trophy drought, and. There's two reasons that winning this cup would be important. The first of which is the winning mentality. Um, and although this team, this team, particularly the, the Eric Tenog team, has definitely had more of a winning mentality about it, you, you only want to improve that and keep it consistent. So by literally, you know, rising the winning mentality by winning a trophy is a really good way to do that. And just keeping the spirits up and that sort of stuff. Um, actually, do you know what? There's three. Re- there's three reasons for it. That, that that's one of them. The other one is because it's just good to win stuff. I mean, I don't care if you're Barcelona, Brentford, Wrexham. I don't. I don't care which 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 team you are. Um, you should always be happy when you've won something. Whether it's the Community Shield, the Premier League, the Championship, the FA Cup. Um, Trophies are trophies. They all add up. They they might not all be as good as as others, but um, I'll never say no to a trophy. Uh, you know, if we had been in the Super Cup or the EFL Cup, sorry, not the EFL Cup, the Community Shield, um, I still want to win those things because they're still trophies. And how nice is it, you know, when you get those that 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 trophy celebration thing like in the stadium, and it's your team that's there. Um, it's I mean, it was great, you know, in in the summer, obviously, with the the Lionesses with the the women's England team seeing them win a trophy, and I want that to happen to the teams that I care about, such as this team. Um, the other reason, of course, 2017 is the last time we won a trophy. It will be at least 2023 by the time we win, potentially next win a trophy. Um, 
So it's a good few years there, and you don't want you don't want that to be, become you know six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, and closing on a decade. So again, it doesn't matter what you win. Um, I mean that go that goes along the way of like you should aim to win every game, really. So um, I'm I'm glad that by the end of this game, by by the time some changes have been made and we went behind twice in the game and all that kind of stuff, um, that the team did bother to fight back. I thought that was that was. Uh, very good, very very good. Uh, let's get into the summary because that's that's pretty much it for the actual talk. I, I have a lot of things to say about individual players, but we can do that as we go. Uh, nothing really listed for the first half here. Got McTominay and Maguire on yellow cards. I can't remember what they were for. I don't always remember those things, but that's that. So yeah, for the first half really was just a game of nothing. And you you're looking at this game, and you're thinking, okay, the the Villa players and the Man United players are kind of strolling around a bit. There, there, there was like five, ten minute little periods where like Villa would try to score or Man United would try to score. And you're sitting there thinking, this can't be a draw. You you don't we're not we're not going to be able to just like lazily take a point from this game. Um, somebody is going to go through. Somebody is going to go out. That's literally how this is going to work. Um, so, but good that we, good that we didn't finish the game like that. Um, then Watkins scored a goal, assisted by Ramsey, it says here. Um, these first two goals, so our first one and their first one, kind of similar. Um, so why, why did we concede this goal? Uh, you got a ball through the midfield, Fred and McTominay don't manage to stop it, no, nobody manages to stop it. Uh, Delow is out of position, uh, Lindelof and, and Maguire are not where they're supposed to be. Um... And yeah, Watkins basically just ran through on goal, caught, caught our defence out, ran through on goal, and uh, scored a goal. This yet again, this just proves with Lindelof and Maguire, it, it proves it more so with Maguire. But certainly, there's there's still a point to be made with Lindelof because Lindelof's a little bit quicker than Maguire. You cannot play a high line with them. You you cannot do it. This goal literally proves that because if we'd had Martinez or li- literally anybody that was quicker, and I- I'd expect the load to be a little bit faster here as well. Because um, you see, it's because the, the way I looked at this goal, Lindelof and Maguire are in position but not quick enough to get back. Delow is out of position when the ball's played through and can't course correct himself quick enough. And by the time. He's trying to course correct himself. Watkins is basically through on goal. Because um, he doesn't have the ball for very long here. He basically just runs through on goal with it. And Delow can't correct himself. Um, so it's a it's a positional problem for Delow here. But it's a um, uh, just a, a pacing issue with, with Maguire and Lindelof. So again it just, it just yeah just proves that again you, you just can't play a high line with them. Um, which is uh, we, we, we already knew that. But um yeah, I get I, I get why they why they were picked. Obviously, you want to rest uh, Martinez and uh, Varane or whoever else we we had. Um, which you don't really have anybody else, do we? So that was the first goal. Very disappointing. But literally seconds later, um, Martial scoring a goal. Uh, ball played through from Delow. Bit of redemption there for, with with him. Uh, we, we know with Delow, he's more of an attacking player than a defending player so like attack more of an attacking fullback so this is where he can uh shine a bit more uh ball played through over the top to 
Bruno, it's a, it's a similar, it's a, it's a counter-attacking goal, basically, the same one that Villa scored beforehand. It's a bit different, obviously, there's the pass across to Martial, um, but no, it's a, it's a well-taken goal. Um, good, for, for once, good pass from, from, from Bruno, because um, usually he, he tends to hit those a bit too hard, and it's a good bit of a positioning and that from, from Martial. It's a good finish. Um, happy to see Martial starting, especially in this Tenag system with Rashford, that was very good. Um, I'm not sure that Bruno really re- worked on the right hand side, um, but I'll, I'll let Tenag be the be the judge of that. So that was a good goal. Uh, then they made a bunch of subs. Um, Leon Bailey subbed on as well. Obviously, he was a highlight in this game again. Then Delo scored an own goal, so made a mistake, redeemed himself. Then made a arguably bigger mistake. Um, ball is just put across the face of goal. One of their players kicked it and. He he tries to do this flick type of clearance and it just ends up in in the back of his own goal. Um, th- this is more of a well, not, not to say any goal is on own goal is on purpose, but he's seen these sort of ones happen before. It's it's weird that it does happen in football. Like a player has gone to flick a ball in a certain direction and is just like totally misjudged it and flicked it into his own goal. So. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty bad from from Delo, I thought. Um, it's just. I don't know if it, with things like that in football, it's got to be some sort of like concentration awareness type of thing. I think, um, like the goal's massive. <laughs> uh, you have the whole rest of the pitch to kick it somewhere, and the one the one place you shouldn't kick it is where you do. Um, so very very uh, I was gonna say unlucky from the low. I don't, I don't know if it's a mixture of bad luck or whatever, but it's it's a really bad bit of play. So there was those. Uh, so that made it 2-1. And then Gonacho, Alanga and Eriksen on for Martial, Van der Beek and Fred. Um, disagreed kind of with Martial coming off. I would have, well I say would have taken Bruno off. He ended up getting uh, a goal and um, yeah, a goal after this. So obviously we didn't know that was going to happen. Um, yeah, Fred coming off. Uh, for Fred coming off, I agree with. Donny coming off, I don't quite agree with. Like, Don, Donny, Donny for Alanga here is the one I least agree with. And it didn't really change too much. I don't think Alanga had a massive impact on the game. Um, I don't know who else I would have taken off, though. First, I would have probably taken off Maguire, to be honest. But, um, yeah. Because um, Eriksen did some, some good things. Um, Ganacho certainly did as well. Fred, I agree with taking off. Martial and Donny, I would have kept on, simply. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because it was the midfield. McTominay, Fred. I would have de- definitely taken off Fred. I think this was a game where McTominay had a better game than Fred. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, I don't know who else I would have taken Because I would have kind of taken off Bruno for... Uh, maybe Ganacho, but then I didn't know Bruno was going to score afterwards. Neither did anybody. So, um, I agree with, like, some of those. So, um, there you go. Uh, but hey, Eriksen Garnacho being brought on led to some other goals. So, it, it, it worked out in the end. Uh, then Rashford scored a goal. Um, I was going to say which one was this, but it was the only one that he scored. This was when, um, I think it was when Garnacho was breaking down the left-hand side. I think he passed it into Rashford. And Rashford, like, held off a bunch of people, one of them being Tyrone Mings. Um, and then he, he slotted it away. It's interesting with Rashford because he had a similar kind of chance about five minutes before this. Um, 
and uh, he, he kicked it wide. So there, there's a few players making mistakes trying to redeem themselves out there today, which is what you want to kind of see. You know, obviously you don't want your players to make mistakes, but if they do, um, you want them to go on and do uh, good things afterwards. So a uh, very well taken goal from Rashford. It was really really good. He's got he's got quite a bit of work there to do, um, like staying on his balance and kicking on target and and those sorts of things. So uh, that was a very good goal. Uh, then, uh, what was this goal? Oh yeah, they made a mistake, the goalkeeper. I think the goalkeeper tried to clear it. Um, it fell straight to Ganacho, literally landed at his feet. He's taken an instinct straight away to pass to, I think he did pass straight to Bruno. And he, uh, basically went through on goal and scored. That was, that was the one that was deflected by, uh, Tyra Mings. I was trying to remember, because the, the Rashford one, he had a, um... I was going to say collision, that's not the right word to use. He had a bit of a battle against Tyrone Mings, Rashford for his goal. But the one that was actually deflected by Tyrone Mings was, was this Bruno goal. It went down as a Bruno goal anyway. Um, so I'll take good, uh, good instinct there from, from Ganacho. Um, shows that he was he was certainly switched on in this game, which was good. I think he had a fantastic game as well. Um, there's so much competition on that left-hand side. It's 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 unbelievable, isn't it? you got you got basically Sancho... Rashford, Martial can play there, Ganacho can play there. <laughs> there's there's so many players that can that can play on that left hand side, but a uh, very good goal from uh from, from Bruno there. Um I have some other comments and stuff to make about these players, but I'll save those for the actual player ratings. Um then Casemiro on for Rashford. I'm guessing that's defensive uh solidity. Um so that's cool. And then Martinez on for Lindelof. So it's both those subs I, I kind of agree with. Although Rashford did just score, but anyway. Um, but uh, a bit more defensive solidity because then you then you've got yeah McTominay and uh, Casemiro on and the difference with this one as opposed to I can't remember which game it was but a game recently where he subbed he subbed a defender off for Casemiro and put Casemiro as a centre back and it didn't really work was that the previous game or the one before that it was a recent game um, but this is keeping things uh, a bit more normal which is good. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously Martinez for Lindelof makes sense. I don't know if that's an in injury issue for Lindelof uh, or what the what the occasion is, but uh, both of those make sense. And then uh, McTominay scored a very good goal, assisted by Ganacho. Um, really, really good play here from Ganacho and good instinct from uh, from both of them. Really, for him to make the run and for Ganacho to actually spot the run. Because one, not to turn the tension, turn the tables too much towards Donny. One thing that's not working with Donny in this team, a lot of our players aren't noticing his runs off the ball, and it's probably very frustrating for him as it is for at least me or the the others, that are, other people that are noticing that. Um, and that's literally what one thing I always emphasise is pass and move. Which hey, notice your teammate making a run, make a pass to him, make it successful, and then move forward. It's very simple, but um, obviously this isn't really pass and move. This is more sort of move, cross, and then score. Um, but good instinct from both of them. You know, Ganacho could have like not spotted the run, or McTominay had not made the run, or uh, it's got to take both of them to to do that. A very very good cross as well. Um, one thing we're not always great at doing in this team is actually crossing. So uh, very good cross from him, and well taken by McTominay. So uh, that was a really good way to uh, to end the game. Um, that's my thoughts on the summary and some of the goals and stuff. Some really good ones. Some unfortunate goals that we let in as well. But at the end of the day, I, th I think 4-2 is a good result. It's not like, you know, 
by the end of this game, it didn't feel like we'd scraped by. There was a point in this game where it felt like, felt like, oh, we're going to nick it at the end. This wasn't nicking it at the end. This was like, take the lead, dominate the game towards the end, um, and then uh, go on and score a goal at the end, which was good. So, anyway, that's my thoughts on the on the game. Uh, gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and then we'll do player ratings. Wait, who's my man of the match? I haven't thought of that yet. Uh, mm, I'll take this break to figure it out. I'll see you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get twenty percent off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is E Talk UK. That's E T A L K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, uh, well seeing as it's my podcast, I can pick whatever man of the match I want. I'm going to pick Garnacho again. Um, I thought his instincts on the ball uh, were really, really good. Um, I was going to say good goal that he scored. He didn't actually score, he made um, the two assists. But uh, he's really... Um, see, it's it's interesting with a young player like that. Like We've got quite a few of them obviously in this team. You don't want to put too much pressure on him early doors. Um, he does look like a bright... You know, young 
player and all that sort of thing. Um, but because I kind of looked, I kind of was thinking about this game. You know, I got like a few hours before the game, and I thought, oh, who's he, who's he going to play? I started thinking about it. Um, and I thought, huh, I wonder if he'll start Gonacho because didn't didn't he start the last two games? I think I think he did. Um, but yeah, so. Um, but no, ease him into the team still. Because um, one one thing to kind of compare him a little bit to somebody else. One thing we didn't do correctly with Dan James. This is going back to obviously the 2019. Is bought him at a very cheap price. Um, I think Garnacho is an academy player, so not quite the same thing in terms of that. And both got similar traits. You know, good at crossing, good at passing. Um, both pretty good at shooting, both very pacey wingers, um, pacey sort of young wingers and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, James is a bit older now, but, um, and, you know, James started his main United career, and he scored a couple of goals, scored in his debut, if you'll remember that, back against Chelsea, um, that was when Pogba was playing, um, and it was like, Ollie kept putting him in the team over and over and over again, he kind of burnt him out, um, I would hate for the same thing to happen here with with Ganacho, because um, it it feels quite similar. I was like, oh, he's doing really well. Put him in. Keep putting him in the team. But um, I don't know. We we got it. We got to ease him into the team. But when he has played like today, he was really, really, really good today. So um, he gets my man of the match with a nine. I would say. Uh, let's go to the Bravko's first appearance. This is the on-loan goalkeeper from Newcastle. Some of you may never have seen him before because this is his first game. Uh, he's been on the bench for a number of times, which is interesting. But, um, yeah, strange kind of debut. They obviously let in two goals, which is a shame. Well, one, one of which couldn't really be helped as much, the, the, the low-own goal. But, um, shaky goalkeeper. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think... Um, not Jordan Anderson, Dean Anderson. I don't. I don't really think Dean Anderson's got a future at Man United. He's not doing very well at Nottingham Forest either. Um, Debravka, I don't think is going to. How old is Debravka? Oh, he's thirty-three. So he's not. He's not really like a young, upcoming goalkeeper. Um, I think I do think at one point that obviously De Gea will continue to get older because everybody does. We still do need to find that next young goalkeeper because Tom uh, Heaton. Um, who we brought back in, he's, I think he's even older than Dubravka, so we've got a few goalkeepers in their 30s, and we've not really got that young upcoming goalkeeper, but uh, he, he he did alright, he, he did okay, some of his distribution was like quite scary, but um, I'd, I, I'll give him an average 6, I thought he was fine. Um, Delo, um, God, what a weird game he had. <laughs> um, did pretty well going forward, made two big mistakes, obviously an actual own goal, um, was out of position for the um, what do you call it for the for the for, for the first goal. So at fault for both goals, or one of the contributors to the first goal and the direct contributor for the second goal. Good assist though for the comeback goal. So I think a five makes sense. I think um, some big mistakes today, uh, but uh, that was the low. Lindelof. Um, I think I'll give him a four and Maguire a four as well. Um, I think they were pretty much equally not great. Um, it's just 
I, I can't remember it in in the England team that's been called up if Tyrone Mings is in there. I can't remember. Um, but Maguire is. Because, of course he is. Even though he's literally not even been playing football. A <laughs> uh, bit, bit of broken logic there for you. Um, yeah, but, but both just not very good. And can't work in a in a higher line. So that's that's Lindelof and Maguire. Uh, Malasia, he, he had a weird game as well. Our, our back line had a strange game. Uh, Malasia did some things really well. And some things not so great. Um, I think an average 6 makes sense for that then. Uh, McTominay. I just thought McTominay had a pretty decent game. Um, scored a good goal. Um, better passing than normal. I, I'm going to give it... I think I'll give him a 7. Yeah, I thought he was. I, I thought he was good. It, it's so interesting with Fred and McTominay. There's two very interesting players, aren't they? Because obviously th- th- this season, apart from maybe the first two games, we've not seen them play together. Um, we we you know the the, the McFred breakup happened, um, and they're both wildly inconsistent. And one one week one of them can pull out a ten, the other one can pull out a zero, then a six, then a four, then an eight. Um, they're, they're just not consistent enough. They both do need to go and get replaced. Um, but I, I, I think McTominay was more the standout this week than what Fred was. Uh, I think that's that's pretty fair to say, I think. Uh, but I thought, I thought McTominay was, was, was good. Yeah, was was good for the most part. Um, I'll give him a 7. Fred um, was about as bad as Lindelof Maguire, so I'll give him a 4. I think that's only fair. Um, just the, the, the usual types of mistakes. Rashford, I thought, was very good. A uh, bit of a shaky first half, but got into the game. Um, good goal from him as well, well taken. Um, I'll probably give him an 8. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was very good. Uh, Bruno, um, I think... Th- these these are two player points I was going to bring up. McTominay and Bruno. I have heard from a few different people, I don't know this, that McTominay, when he was in the academy... Was a striker. If you were to ask me. What is McTominay best at doing. I think it's shooting. I mean he hit the bar today. And he. Had kind of. A, if you look at his goal. That's a striker's poacher goal. That's that's what we're supposed to be doing. That that exact type of goal. The you know cross into the box. Tap it in. Poacher goal. That is what Ronaldo is supposed to be doing. Um, I want to mention something about Ronaldo. In a minute as well. Once we get to. Once we get to talk about Martial. Um, I don't know about playing like McTominay up front. I don't know how that would work. Uh, obviously we have a bit of a striker crisis. At the moment with... Um, what's it called? With Ronaldo kind of kind of being the only out and out sort of striker. Um, I think trying Bruno in somewhere like a false nine. I, I think what we should try and do with Bruno... And I'm I'm trying to come up with what we can do with these players because they're probably going to be sticking around for a while. Let's let's be honest. Um, they're both very bad at giving the ball away. Um, and they're both put into creative type midfield positions. Well, so sometimes McTominay is, sometimes he isn't. Obviously, Bruno is supposed to be our number ten. Um. I don't know. I don't know about putting them both in the ten because obviously you can only have you can only have so many players in midfield. I just think I don't know about trying them both as strikers, but they're both kind of good at quite good at finishing. That's what that's what I'm thinking of right now. If you look at their goals today again, 
Um, they're both in the box. They both tuck it away as a poachers-ish sort of goal. Bruno's one's a little bit different, but McTominay's literally is. And McTominay's tall, so if you do want to do the whole header thing, he might be might be good at that as well. Um, we don't often get to see how good Bruno is at headers because he's usually the one crossing it or crossing it over everybody. But I do think there's a conversation to be had about about what 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 do we do strikers wise until well I'll say until January we've we've only actually got three games now no two games between now and January which is Fulham on Sunday and then uh, there's some, somebody that we play on the 27th I can't remember who it is um, and then obviously January we can buy a, a new striker anyway so I am thinking in terms of stop gaps but I'm just thinking but both of these players are two that frustrate me and give away the ball and sometimes don't play well but they're both pretty good at shooting and good at finishing. So where would that be more effective? It's somewhere higher up the pitch. So I don't know. That's that's just something I was, that's something I was thinking of in this game. Because playing McTominay's days as like an actual centre midfielder, whether it's CDM centre midfielder or whatever, he just he's not always good there. He's very very inconsistent in that position. So. Um, and one of Bruno's issues is getting towards the edge of the box, panicking and doing a hero ball over everybody. But if he's the one on the other end of the hero ball, or the successful pass, we wouldn't have to worry about that as much. So, it's just something I was, I was thinking of. Anyway, um, Bruno, what, did, did I give him a score yet? Um, I don't think I did. I'd, I'd give him a, a, a 7. Same as McTominay, I think. Uh, Van der Beek... Um, I just think Van der Beek is different to anything else that we've got, and um, I tried to watch him off the ball today because usually I've got my eye on the player who's got the ball, so I can see what they're going to do with it, where they're going to pass, all that type of stuff. And so sometimes when I'm watching football, right, I'm I'm looking at who's on the ball, and then I'll see like a red shirt, um, obviously our players, like dart off somewhere. And most of the time when that was happening in this game, it was Donny, and he wasn't being passed to. Um, now, he started three games in a row, hasn't played the full 90. He was subbed off at, what, 60 minutes today? Um, for all those people, and you can, you're welcome to your own opinion on Donny, obviously. Um, any Anybody that kind of thinks like, oh, he's not affecting the game, get rid of him. I think you've got to look at him in a bit of a different way. Um... I, I do genuinely think it's a case where th- this team doesn't quite know how to use him effectively. Because um, there's a number of times where he'll make an off-the-ball run. He'll then obviously stop at a certain point and he'll be he'll be pointing. And we'll just end up passing to somebody else. I don't know if that's a team confidence thing. Whether we think, oh, he's in a bit of a whatever position. We can't get the ball to him. Or I don't know. And sometimes he does make the third man run. Which is a distraction run, which is also very, very good. So, um, Donny's work isn't always necessarily on the ball, but um, for this particular game, I give him another six. I thought he was good, but I think the team needs to try to try to work with him a bit more. I don't know. It's it's not quite it's not quite happening right now. But I don't I don't think it's entirely Donny's because in the in these three games that he started, has he done anything bad? Has he given the ball away? Has he fouled? Obviously made a bit of a foul today. Has he given the ball away loads of times? Has he made bad passes? Not really, no. Um, but it's the, the other end of like, okay, he's not doing anything bad, but 
he's not being as effective as he should have as he should maybe be but i don't think no i don't think that's all on him i i really don't he's just very different to our other two attacking midfielders which is Ericsson and uh, and bruno so that's my thoughts on Donny anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say you know he had a world class game, ten out of ten because he didn't. I thought he was just good again. Um, look at that! I gave McTominay and, and Bruno a higher rating than Donny. I never never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> uh, uh, that's that's football for you. Uh, Martial, I thought Martial was very very good. Um, didn't play the full ninety, did he? He was subbed off. Um, when was he subbed off? On the 60th minute, yeah, because he, he he yeah scored in the 50th minute. Garnacho on for Martial, and then the other goals happened. So, but no, I thought he was good. I thought he you know, got in good position in that. Um, do you want to do a little Martial? Not Martial versus Ronaldo. That's not the right way to put it. Martial in competition with Ronaldo. So we scored four goals today against a, a weakened Aston Villa team, but an Aston Villa team that did play pretty well and did score two goals still. This game, I think, really did demonstrate, and this is kind of is kind of isn't Ronaldo's fault. It's a fifty-fifty thing. And what one thing I've been saying a bit recently about Ronaldo is he's just not quick enough because obviously he's a bit older. And with that doesn't really fit what this team is doing. I think you really saw that today, definitely. Um that that it's that pass and move game that because Martial in terms of a player is, is is completely different to what Ronaldo is. Ronaldo is very much an in the box poacher striker. And that's good to to have that. You want different types of strikers. He's just a little bit maybe too old now to do it plus again he doesn't really want to be here because transfer request um i think going forward it does need to be martial he also has a much better link up and partnership relationship whatever you want to call it with rashford um which again was i think evident in this game um and it 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 just allows for a, a bit more free flowing quicker football which Again, when you watch Ronaldo in this team, we're just not able to do it. Or to do that, do that same thing. Um, yeah, and like Ronaldo's missed a bunch of chances recently, and he's he's not kind of been on form. Um, I'm not trying to disrespect Ronaldo or whatever, I'm just looking at it in terms of like, okay, what did I see today? And I saw Marcel playing very well. Um, and I don't know, like, like if you take this lineup. And there's obviously other options as uh, Ganacho didn't start. Um, you've got obviously Casemiro and you've got other other players as well. And you've got Sancho. Um, I don't know where Ronaldo fits into that bunch necessarily. Um, so we'll see. Uh, anyway, I'm going to give Marshall. I didn't even give him a score. I'll give him an 8. I thought he was thought he was good. Uh, to be on substitutions, Casemiro wasn't really on long enough to, f- to affect the game. Lange was okay, Ericsson was very good, Garnacho was my man of the match, and Martinez was subbed on very, very late, but uh, made, made a bit of a name for himself. Just to tell you who else was on the bench, obviously it was Casemiro, De Gea, Alanga, Ericsson, Garnacho, Martinez, Pelestri, Shaw, and then Shaw Atire. So both of those those players. I didn't know Shaw Atire was English. Maybe I did know that and I forgot. 
but yeah, he's listed here as as English, only 18 years old. It's cool. Um, no England call up for him this time, which I, I wasn't really expecting Shaw Atiria to get called up. He's not really been playing. But then again, neither is Maguire. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I just want to check actually. Uh, let me just quickly search for something. I can't remember if Mings got chosen for the England team. England squad. Should be a photo of it that I can see. Uh, I might as well just read out the whole squad. Um, so you've got Pickford, Pope, Ramsdale, uh, Defenders, Trent, Cody, Dyer. Oh, we did pick Dyer. Maguire. Um, I thought Eric Dyer was a defensive midfielder, but maybe he's not. Uh, Maguire, Shaw, Stones, um, Trippier, Walker, Ben White. So Mings wasn't chosen. Midfielders, Bellingham, Gallagher, who I think plays for Chelsea. Jordan Anderson, Mount Phillips, who I don't think has played much at all for City. Uh, Declan Rice, forwards, you've got Foden, Graylish, Kane, Madison, Rashford, Saka, Sterling and Callum Wilson. So no spot for Sancho. Uh, who hasn't been... Although Sancho still played more football than Maguire, Maguire has. Um, so, yeah. But uh, that's that's your England team. So, three three of our players... I, I think it's three of our players. Maguire, Shaw and Rashford. Um, who got chosen. There you go. Um, let's just move on to missing players. Just to cover everything. Anthony has got an injury. Sancho has got an illness. Twenzobi lacking match fitness. Varane with a muscle injury. And Williams with an injury. As well, they had Coutinho missing from today's squad, but we did see Ashley Young, which was uh, which was nice. Uh, anyway, that's it for the United Cast this episode. One more episode left for the year, which is Fulham on Sunday. Um, so I'll see you all for that over uh, over on over over on there, because uh, for that game on the twenty seventh, I'll be on like a Christmas break type thing. So I'll be covering those games when they return at some point in January. Um, which is cool. Uh, just to cover as well, of course, we got drawn against Barcelona. In the in the playoff round of the Europa League, which is interesting because Frankie De Jong's um, reason for not wanting to leave is Champions League football with Barcelona. Well, it turns out you're going to play at Old Trafford at some point anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Anyway, great result today. Really good goals. Good stuff from everything. Um, so there we go. If you'd like to write in with your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you've got, uh, Matthew and Entertainment Talk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's contact page information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name in your show notes as well. Um, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcast. Take a look out for that as well. Uh, Black Panther review I'm aiming for Saturday, so um, excuse me, don't look for that tomorrow. Because I don't have plans to see the film tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to plan to see that on Saturday. So look out for that review at that point. It's quite a long film. So uh, got to bear with me with that. Um, yeah. Gaming Talk Sunday. Um, United Cast Sunday. Walking Dead Wednesday. That type of stuff. Uh, so look out for all those episodes. Um, yeah. So TV, games, films, main night podcast. Take a look out. EntertainmentTalk.org and podcast platforms Entertainment Talk. You can also tell other people about what we do and where they can find it. Simply by telling them. Excuse me, all using social media. Uh, Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Uh, David is managing that at the moment over there, of course. Geektown uh, news stuff for TV and film news. 
Um, so renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, check out all of that. Twitch, uh, you can find Bex over there streaming very regularly, chat, retro and game streams, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, and of course other platforms. For Bex, me, Twitch, eTalk UK, for some of my game streams, I've experimented with streaming on YouTube as well. All of my game-related stuff will end up on YouTube, because it'll either be archived on YouTube, or game clips will go there, or whatever. Or obviously if I stream on YouTube, it'll stay on there. Um, so check us out on YouTube, Entertainment All Plays. Or uh, Twitch, eTalk UK, just follow, subscribe to both if you want to do that. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.